Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Roman Polanski is a rapist piece of shit. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Slap. She's my sister. Slap. She's my daughter. Slap. She's my sister and my daughter. More slaps. (laughs) She's my sister and my daughter. But Mrs. Mulray... I goddamn near lost my nose, and I like it. I like breathing through it. And I still think you're hiding something, Mrs. Mulray. Fuck! Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Keep it in the See, Mr. Gibbs, most people never have to face the fact. The right time, the right place, they're capable of everything. She's my daughter. I said I want the truth. She's my sister. She's my daughter. My sister, my daughter. I said I want the truth. She's my sister and my daughter. All right. You know, sometimes I feel like having some dim sum or maybe... Some nice, nice tasty food, and I would, for that, go to Chinatown. But, nothing to do with food, really. But we like movies, even though Roman Polanski's a big rapist piece of shit. And we decided to do Chinatown. Uh, as part of our 70s, I don't know, visitation. We just like to go back every once in a while. I feel like our audience likes... Um, some of the more current-ish movies that we do. Uh, and so interesting, though, that we keep going back to these because I just like to get that that pulse. Were movies better back in the day? Were there things about them that we're not doing today that we should be? Or have we learned all the lessons and, and we're moving on? I mean, I would say from the state of where movies are today that not all of the lessons have been learned and applied. But anyway, um, Roman Polanski, <sighs> this guy, um, won an Oscar. Did he win an Oscar for this? No. The only thing... So this was nominated for 11 Academy Awards. Uh, it only won one, which was for Best Original Screenplay, because the movie that this had to contend with at the, whatever, 47th Academy Awards was only The Godfather Part Two. So that's a tough one. Uh, I think Godfather Part 2 would have cleaned up pretty heavily. Um, But really interesting in this one is this is one of the earliest movies that I've seen Jack Nicholson act in. Uh, We also get Faye Dunaway um, and probably wouldn't... John Huston, Angelica Huston's dad is in this as as the father of Faye Dunaway. Uh, Mr. Cross, Noah Cross, that would be his name. Um, And yeah, written by Robert Town... Uh, who had uh, some other scripts under his belt. Um, made for $6 million, made just under 30 and has a runtime of just over two hours. And yeah, uh, so here's an interesting place to start with this movie, um, is that this movie does the final credits crawl first, and then at the end of the movie does a super quick, qual- quick crawl and we're out. <laughs> so I found that ple- not pleasant, but um, backwards. <laughs> backwards, yeah. Starting off backwards. Yeah. What's the history with Chinatown? I'd never seen it. Uh, heard about it, heard all kinds of things about it, but never saw it. I actually own this on DVD and I don't think I watched it. <laughs> I'd never seen it either. I'd, I'd read more of the script than I'd seen the movie before this because they they talk about it in a, as like a perfect movie in a lot of uh, books. Yeah, th- this is... Um, people often regard this as like one of the greatest uh, films ever made. Uh, the Library of Congress got this in the States, got this into the, um, the National Film Registry saying it's like super important culturally, whatever. Yeah. Um... I've seen it. I saw it quite a few times when I was a kid. So maybe I'd probably seen this four or five times. Why? Like how? 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 And why? Like what was? It was just how did that get on your radar? It was just pop. It was very popular movie in the in like when it came out. It would like you said it was nominated for a ton of awards, and I just assumed that it was a movie that was important that I should be watching. And 
there's definitely things about it that I, I enjoyed. Um, the storytelling is very interesting. This I, I feel like this movie does a good job of um, the following the investigation and, and things leading the way he finds things and it leads to from one thing to another. So I, I, I think that always interested me. There's a lot of movies that don't do that well. Still to this right. day, they don't do that well. Yeah. This so I thick, think this is a thick investigation. Well, yeah. so I I can only compare this to last week's movie because it is also kind of that neo noir. Um, I guess uh, if I call the French Connection that, but yeah, no, they tie together. I find <sighs> so like the French Connection. Well, I hated, absolutely hated. Um, this one was more traditional that noir neo-noir like the the private dick and the damsel in distress kind of stuff so some of this seemed a little bit more familiar to me but i will tell you right away here um that the the story behind this movie was a lot more interesting for me than the french connection like there were some things to tease out here over the course of the movie that they just did a way better job doing um, than in the French Connection. Like I, I didn't feel as lost in this movie as I did in the French Connection. I kind of no, knew what. No, not at all. I mean, it's def- This movie is definitely a slow-paced film. It always was. I always felt that way, even when I was younger. Mm. Yeah. Um. The the it, but um and they do a little bit of what they do in the French Connection. Um, which is you see a lot of cars driving and people pulling up and getting out of their car and. But yeah. it's not as bad in this movie for some reason because the directing is better and the writing is better and the cinematography is better. Well, if, it's then not, if they're going it's not somewhere, as annoying in this as it is in that. Yeah, you almost they they pace it at least in a way that feels appropriate in some way. Now I'm not saying that this movie could be cut easily oh. under two hours. Big big time, yeah. I'll say it up front. This yeah. movie was way too slow for me. I would me, have taken so. the scissors to this and chopped 20 minutes off of this. Uh, most of it would have been walking <laughs> yeah. and driving. Least, and too many times this, he's driving and seeing this, and he drives and sees the same thing, and he drives and sees the same thing. So yeah. there's a lot of cuts here, for sure. But, but at least he yeah. sees and does things after the driving and the walking. That's, that's the <laughs> blessing happened, of watching yeah. this movie after the French Connection because in that movie, it's like, oh my God, they're going somewhere and, and then it goes nowhere. This, at least he goes somewhere and gets knifed or uh, or like almost drowns or like that those things start to happen. is, is uh, so, so that knife thing with the nose was always something for me that was shocking. That was very shocking, yeah. Yeah, and very so surprising. when I was a kid, I always was like the hero, having the hero get beat up and then getting his nose sliced was pretty crazy for for me. I hated seeing his fucking nose scab for so many scenes, though. Like, Jesus Christ. Better than well, the better Faye than Dunaway the didn't. She, she saw it in Bangor. Yeah. yeah, she didn't seem to mind. Hillary was watching it with me. And she was like, Jesus, no, he's going to get your nose blood all over you. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just not hot. Like You also got to no. see Faye Dunaway's breasts in this a little bit, too, which I did not remember that um, from when I was younger, surprisingly. Yeah, that yeah. is surprising. You think that would be something that stands out? I mean, I was yeah, probably, maybe true. I was just too young to, to care at that point. I was probably like under 10 when I first saw this. It was pretty low-key. Yeah, the way but it's I mean, done. It I, the key. thing I like about it though is I hate in contemporary modern movies when people have sex and the the woman is wearing a bra, or she's wearing a top, or some kind. Yeah, and uh, to me, I like that they they did that because I didn't think they were going to show any nudity other than her shoulders, and yeah. they they did. But like just the fact that they left that in there as realism. And this is in the seventies once again, where they were they were doing all sorts of stuff, like, I mean, hairspray and all of that stuff. Nudity wasn't a big thing in the seventies. Uh, it seems like even in the eighties yeah. it wasn't. I mean, Lethal Weapon starts with a naked woman jumping yeah. off a building. Yeah, it's like the first thing you see. <laughs> but uh, for some reason, in the nineties and the two thousands, like everyone got real shy and like started like making these really, <laughs> like, if you're gonna have a sex scene. Then, and and you're not going to show nudity, then just don't have a sex scene. You know, pretty like, much it's because they thought that um, that movies without it, right? Movies with the with the more uh, qualified rating of like PG thirteen and whatnot, right? PG 
um, they get more money. And I think that that's what Deadpool did that blew kind of that whole market out was it showed that a rated R movie could could still bring in serious bank. And I think we see more of that coming up now, rated R movies again, right? Yeah. That's yeah. true. There was You're definitely right. there was definitely the heyday of it in like the nineties and the eighties and the seventies. Maybe no, that's totally 90s, true. Right? You're you're probably right. It's for the money. You want to get you want to you're cutting out a huge segment of people who can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um but you're right. We are starting to see that coming back, which is great. Um that that restricted movies are becoming more popular again. Yeah, yeah I think like the, the the I mean there's not much left to hold back on in those movies with like the HBO shows and other thing that people are just getting saturated with like Game of Thrones is just totally over the top in every way shape form nudity violence and people are obviously loving it. So yeah, let's get that back in the theaters <laughs> by. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah. Tits that, and that dicks and I, f- I feel like there is a lot of re- <laughs> this movie that is grounded in reality, which I like. It does feel uh, like um, the fighting it could have and happened, the, and yeah, just the fighting and everything. And the that's the, true. Like when Jack gets punched, like that punches has an impact. And in real life, you fucking smoke somebody like that, kind of like not really prepared. Yeah, it's gonna have a, a result like that. The guy's well, gonna be taken back. He he doesn't just like get back up most times and just, no, you know, he's not a no great problem. He does handle himself okay in one or two spaces, but for the most part, he gets handled and he's like not oh, a yeah. I like incredibly orange... proficient fighter. He doesn't carry a gun. Um, that's so that's really interesting. Um, the, I'll, the I'd say the beat him up, uh, the guards or whatever. I <laughs> like that scene. Yeah, too. I know. <laughs> they like they take tasks to him and, uh, and the like, one guy's oh, whacking him with like his a, crutch. Yeah, like, that's he, equal opportunity. That crutch beat was down. so obviously rubber, by the way. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. And when it would hit him, he, he, and the, he, the way he'd like <laughs> dial back on the hits. Yeah, great. Except for that last one. Great big two-hander overhand. Put a ra- yeah, I know. I was like, he's still trying, but then he hit it. He would have been the champ of the day to all his buds there. Oh, my God. Best like, thing he ever did. Oh, Timmy with his one leg. He fucking oh, did Tim, it. Tim. He did. Show but us again, Timmy. And Timmy was like, yeah. I think the Timmy's writing does it. a good job of that, too, because because uh, he the, most of the times in the, in the earlier parts of the movie when he engages with someone, he gets beat up. He gets the knife in the nose and punched in the stomach. Then he gets beat up by those guards on the horses. It's yep. not until late in the movie that he finally decides to like get the first shot in, and then he takes task to that guy and wails him against the building in the window. That was yeah. awesome because you're like, yes, like finally he's like getting he's you know he's getting an upper hand he on hits somebody. Faye Dunaway quite a bit. Well, oh, yeah. about that, he really gets five his, across uh, the eye. Gets she asked for that. There. She asked for that too. Apparently, they had done this scene so many times, and Polanski wasn't happy that Faye Dunaway like told Nicholson to hit her. Wow! And uh, I mean, he, she's like, "You weird though." She is. said, "You have to really slap me." And Jack, um, apparently, Jack wasn't wasn't into it, but he did oh, it. He said, "Apparently, should have hired Connery, apparently, <laughs> <Yeah>. or Popeye." <laughs> yeah, Gene Hackman would have done that shit, no problem. But apparently, <laughs> he felt free. Probably he felt terrible. <laughs> After after the scene was over, he, he he felt terrible that he had hit her. So, um, uh, but they used it. The, that was the take they used. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um, so I mean, uh, you know what? I actually was thinking back on our French Connection episode that I never really gave a synopsis, and that's probably because there wasn't really a story going on. But um, <laughs> I can run you through this one real quick. Is we got Jack Giddies who's a private investigator who mostly chases around uh, unfaithful wives who, uh, yeah, the husband will just punch her in the eye and we'll see that later, um, which was, what the fuck? Do you guys remember that? The guy, he's like working on the case to catch his wife cheating in the first one and then he does all that bad acting, crying in the very opening scene and then later uh, Jack goes to his host to get him to drive him around and the dude's wife is there with a black eye and they're all happy family. Yeah, and they they pointed out a couple times, and never anything happened. Like you keep thinking nope. it's like he comes in and sees it, and then you're like, oh, Jack's gonna fucking address it right now, right? Yeah. And that guy like stands up and he's like, hey, you met my wife Margaret or whatever, and he's like, uh, nice to meet you, and you're like, okay, it's coming. He's like, yeah. all right, come 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 in the kitchen with Drive me. me and you're like, oh, yeah. well, there's kids in the room. He's being real considerate about yeah. this. 
Yeah. And then he goes in the kitchen. He's like, I need a ride. And you're yeah. like, what? Don't tell your wife. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. Just his poor fucking abused wife. Yeah. Why it's, focus it's on that? Yeah, Why I don't know. In there is just it was such a, nice, a weird touch. Subtle, interesting touch that, that almost the way it's done makes it look like, oh, she got told. Uh-huh, now that everything's guy, right way, in that house. That guy is the guy from Godfather, if you didn't notice. He is. He's oh, also he was also in Sopranos. In this too. He's in the first scene. Uh, the guy who plays the 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 Rocky's friend, uh, the one who lets him hit the beef and the the trainer guy is that? Who oh, that's, no, he's not the trainer. He's uh, the old his, guy. His sister dates Rocky. In Rocky, I can't remember what his name is. He's he's the he's in the very opening scene where where he shows him photos of his wife cheating. Uh, oh, the guy on his team. He's not on his team. He goes to his house later and uh, oh, gets Oh, that him to guy. Drive yeah, yeah, that guy. That's who we're saying is in Godfather. Oh, he's in Godfather too. He, well? well, he's also in Sopranos. He's some someone's uncle who has the bad oh, cough. Oh, yeah, and that's whacks right. the yeah. young guy. He's uh he's the big guy. So uh, uh, Bobby Bacala. Yeah, yes, he's Bobby one, of, one of his dad. uncle. Yeah, that's right. It's his dad. Yeah, that's totally right, Brent. Good fucking memory on you. And that's let's not also forget that in this movie is um, Higgins from Magnum P.I. Bit Great. role. John Hillerman is his, his name. He's the, the town guy who replaces uh, Mulroy after Mulroy dies. Holy anyway, uh, so, so we got Giddies and he's a private investigator and he does some uh, stuff. He's a p- pretty honest guy. Has some history with Chinatown from the DA's office, but we don't find that out until later on. And then I'm having trouble figuring out how that even connects to the final line of the movie and everything that happens there. But let's talk about that because uh, it is the name of the movie. So, um, Giddies is hired by a lady claiming to be Evelyn Mulray, and after he chases down the husband and gets some pictures of uh, her husband with uh, a younger lady, um, then really the whole trick of the matter is that wasn't really the wife. So, some things happen, and the dude's career is put into jeopardy, and... uh, yeah, Jack's got to figure this one out. Or Jake, sorry. Jack or Jake, interchangeable in this one. And so will he figure out the case of why the wrong woman hired him and when the real wife shows up and she's not overly surprised with what's going on? He's just more and more curious and he doesn't mind smacking a few lady faces to figure out what the fuck is happening. <laughs> so so <laughs> basically, will uh, we'll Giddy save the day or not? Uh, and who gets shot in the face. Hilarious. It is. Yeah, it, it is. So, yeah, l- like maybe can you let's talk a bit about the Chinatown angle and the name in the film, because really we know that that Jake was a DA investigator. I'm thinking it didn't. Maybe he wasn't a cop. I just thought he, he knows the cop. cops well, but I thought he just said he was a former district attorney like investigator. Any confirmation on I'm looking. Okay. He was a, Jake was a cop. Was he a cop? Because he that, said the DA, he worked partner. in the DA's office. The guy that's giving him all the heat all the time used to be his partner. They used to be partners, and now he's a lieutenant, that guy. Like, so I knew I they had okay, history. Yeah. I knew the guy was a lieutenant, but I swore that, that, that Jake had said he worked in the DA's office hmm. in Chinatown. Um, okay, but even if... He's a cop. It's just it doesn't make sense to me because I didn't see anything happen in Chinatown other than the end of the movie when the shooting takes place there. But the shooting had nothing to do with Chinatown. Nothing about Chinatown. I just don't get at the end. They're like, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. And as an audience member, I'm like, I don't get what that fucking means. (laughs) I know. It's exactly what Hillary said after it was over. And I had no answer. I really can't tell you what the fuck. Why is the movie called Chinatown? Why, like, is it just because, uh, what the fuck? That guy's name, I love that guy. He's from Balls of Fury. Uh, the oh, butler. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? James Hong? Is it He's James Hong? Khan? Is Hong? it Khan? Yeah, Khan. He's Evelyn's butler. James Hong is his name. Yes, yeah, sorry. Big Trouble, yeah. Little China. Fucking any movie he's yeah. in, he is 100% one of my favorite parts of that movie. That dude's okay, awesome. so so the explanation in the trivia is that Jake refers to the time as a police officer, so he was a police officer. Okay, he yeah. worked in Chinatown, where you can't always tell what's going on. 
In Hollywood, the movie's line, forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown, has become a mantra for those who have been burned or snubbed by entertainment industry, being that it's better to let it go because it makes no sense, because it's just how the industry works. So that's oh. the, supposed to be the line. It's just like, yeah, like, I mean, all of that shit happens is awful. Like, at the ending, okay, I don't know if it's too soon to talk about the no, ending. It's, it's no, it's a big no. part about it. Give her. Yeah. It's just, to me, the ending doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay. <clears throat> it's it's uh, certainly horrible. It's horrible, yeah. but it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, everybody seems to just meet there in Chinatown. I don't know why. They're all together at the same time. I think they all it, it know does the get set up. place is the place. Oh, right. Yeah. It does get set up that everyone's meeting kind of on the same address Jake, or whatever. Jake calls the cops, I think, right? Yeah. He tells them he's there. He tells them to, yeah. But, and they but, want, then, but yeah. then they're going to arrest Jake. Um, yep. be, and they have him in cuffs or whatever. And then she shows up. And then the father, who um, we haven't revealed yet. So, <laughs> I, like, to, for this to make sense, no, we need to talk about the other stuff. Yeah. So we need to talk about the big secret. So the big secret in this movie. No one's watching this for fucking no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. The big secret in this I mean, movie, though, incest. is that. Yeah, incest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the incest. Our cinema cest, whatever we call it. Yeah, this is yeah. the original old boy. But uh, <laughs> it is the original old boy. But uh, so so the, the, the father of Evelyn sl- slept with her when she was 15, got her pregnant, and she had a kid. That yep. is her sister and her Mother, daughter. Daughter, yeah. As she refers to her. <laughs> She's my sister and my daughter. Okay, so yeah. anyway, yeah. that's the big She's ending. My and then so daughter. She's trying to hide her daughter from the old man because I'm assuming he wants to rape her too. He that's oh, what it yeah. would seem to me to be. He's very hungry. If he's a daughter fucker, she's like right at the age of being daughter fucked. So yeah, yeah, so he's he all into it. her. No, he's a hundred percent gonna fuck that little girl if he gets his hands yeah. on her. Which and he, he does. does. He takes her know, away. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is the ending makes no sense because Jake's trying to tell the cops what really happened and they're not listening to him. They're like, nah, shut up. You're in cuffs now. And he's like, But that guy right there killed the guy. And they're like, Whatever. And then yeah. the girls come out, and then the old man goes over and starts trying to touch his his da- his uh, granddaughter yeah. slash daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and the the his daughter's like, get away from her, get away from her, gets her in the car. Yeah. And then she pulls a gun and tells him to leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. Then she sh- he comes over and she shoots him in the arm only, I guess, because yes. he grabs yep. his yeah. arm. And it looks yep. like a grazing arm wound, so Flesh she's pretty wound. generous with it. Yep. So she doesn't kill him, but the cops shoot her and kill her as she's trying to drive away. Despite the old people man goes over. Bystanders. Yeah. People are crossing the street. Oh, that cop was a very good shot. Because the first cop who tries to shoot the lieutenant, um, Jack pushes him aside, and then cop number two is like, oh, I've fucking been waiting to empty my six shooter, and like blows her face off right yeah. through the back of the skull. So, so the whole point, though, is Jack is trying to get them away. He's trying to let them escape. So, so the cops shoot her. She, like, slumps over the wheel. Then the old man just walks over and grabs the girl. Just yeah, like, grabs her out does of the he car put, and takes her away. Am I wrong? He puts his but, hand over her mouth or no? Her yeah, eyes. He, he, like, yeah, oh, he, her like, eyes. Grabbed, yeah. Well, his hands are giant. That's a, that's a scary, rapey. They cast him well. Oh, yeah. I know that's Angelica Houston's dad. But he um, was real rapey looking. He's real so rapey. He acted that role well. He all sorts of like, like just gross. So he's dripping with shit. Apparently Jack Nicholson <laughs> was dating. Uh, and Jack Nicholson was dating Angelica Houston during the filming of this movie. So when he asks if he's sleeping with his daughter in real life, oh, Jack was. Nicholson <laughs> is sleeping with his daughter. Oh, Jack's man. like, you have no idea. This yeah. is young Jack. This Jack is... Like forever unclean. So so yeah. why is it? So why do the cops once again? He the old man walks over, grabs his daughter slash granddaughter, and yep. takes her away, and nobody says anything nope. about it. Not even Jack or no, Jake. Jack Jake doesn't do anything. No, Jake like just that walks lady away, I banged is and dead. then that I guy tells him anymore. it's Chinatown, and then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think the end of this movie is kind of bad. 
The end of this movie is terrible. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of a bad ending. It's it, it's just no, think, it, unless this movie's ultimate goal is to make you feel helpless and like nothing you matters. do matters. Yeah, then nailed it. Like, because despite everything yeah. and all the investigation, nothing happens. The the bad guys get their way, even to the point of the abused woman in the story gets shot unrighteously shot in the back of the head another movie by the way two weeks in a row where the cops are just shooting people in the back and um that guy blows her eye out and then her daughter sister gets taken by her (laughs) father Father, grandpa (laughs) and yeah rapey mcfucking raperson and then he's gonna just he just gets her and we know yeah. because he's rich and they mention it i think point blank and he the owns movie, the police line yeah where the, yeah he owns the police and she he's says rich, that he gets Dunaway, what he wants yeah. yep. she says it right at the end but there's another line too that alludes to him just getting his way because of the money and influence that's true yeah and so we know i mean we, there's no questions right he gets that little girl oh no there's no the, question the, terrible cycle of fucking abuse right there and Keeps the going. girl gets shot in the back which is very polanski when you think about go. it it's very polanski that the rapist gets away with yeah it. no wonder this movie was received so well they say write about what you know yeah um, and polanski <laughs> sure knows <laughs> he, he how nailed to be a it giant <laughs> rapist piece of shit nailed it yeah um, he lets the rapist get away i never thought about that. that's a great point so an- another thing that ju- it ties with the end, but it didn't hit me as powerful is that at one point, Jack ends up speaking about a former, like what, why he left the Chinatown unit was because he tried to help a woman and by trying to help her, she was killed, which is how this movie ends. But that doesn't land for me because he just talks about it in passing at one point when we're supposed to be having, like he's got po- a post nut clarity and that's when like he talks talk, about it with yeah. her. Yeah, but so it, like it didn't hit that well for me at the end that it happened to him again, and it's it's just China. To, like now that Collins explained it, um, that makes sense, right? And the phrase makes sense, but they didn't show me that in the movie in a way that had me walking away from that movie, going, "Yeah, it is Chinatown. You can't control it." It it wasn't it wasn't structured well enough to to land for me. It just seems like this like oh. Everybody died, and and what else was really funny about this is Colin showed us a clip from Family Guy, um, when there's a flashback scene and there's a guy in a library and he's he's studying and it's a montage and they're all like oh it's a montage and then he leaves the library and he gets shot outside the library and they go oh no it's just a seventies movie and yeah. you know that joke never fully landed for me because I haven't seen too too many seventies movies but these last two that we've got just end and shoot death and then get the fuck out. And it's like, but that wasn't like the bad guy dying or what? It's just like the good people who don't deserve it are dying. And then we're just leaving. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting movie. way to get out. Yeah. Cause normally you build towards uh, a successful climax of some sort, right? Yep. Even sometimes when the bad guys get away, there's still some sense of victory to be had to yep. make your whole sense of purpose during the time spent with this movie feel worthwhile but that doesn't happen at all in this movie not once not a little bit you start at a place and then they lead to something that could be the inciting incident for another movie that doesn't (laughs) leave you feeling like killing yourself yeah yeah it's that being said pretty in-depth story up to the part where they fucking ruin it well, yeah, like, I, I feel liked... like it was trucking along. I, I, I do think this movie is well shot. The acting is good. The writing is decent. It's absolutely good writing. And then they shit the bed in the end. And apparently Polanski fought with Robert Town. Robert Town is the one who wrote this. Yeah. They did rewrites together. But Robert Town fought for a happy ending. He wanted a happy ending to this movie. And Polanski fought him. And then when Polanski won and he saw the film, Robert Town said Polanski was right. I disagree. Like, I think the ending of this movie and then Brent's joke about Polanski letting the rapist get away. Well, he fought. Polanski fought for that to be the ending. So that makes that even more fucked up. Yeah. No shit. Those like, people shouldn't be punished. what the fuck was he doing? He should get the ice cream on top. That's the character that deserves to win. Dude, I just dude. like I get I get having movies with tragic endings and ones that show that you know the good guys don't always win. Um 
Even if even if you would have had her shoot her father, yeah, and kill him, then she and then shot. she gets shot better, and then th- that's even automatically that's already better. Yeah, then yeah. the fucked up people get what's coming to them for their fucked up deeds. Um, I don't know where that leaves the daughter, sister, grandchild. Not with daughter. the grandfather. <laughs> so that's no, and, is and than anything that. there. Anywhere. Yeah, anything there is going to be better. She'd I be also thought ditch, like she'd be better off. What if like Dunaway got away and then they arrest Jack, Jake at the end? Does that have land better? Like they just get away, yes. drive off into the anything sunset, and he gets better, arrested yeah. wrongfully. Yeah, yeah, see, like tragic endings are really tough. Um, but if you have a movie that is like playing strongly with good and evil themes, um, maybe you could make it work a little better. I don't like many tragic endings to, to movies um, like uh, uh, um, the drug one, Requiem, Requiem, right? That That's a tragic ending. I guess you could say what's her name kind of wins, but not really. She's like only a couple of weeks away from being in the same place as everybody else in that movie. But so a very tragic ending. But you saw how everyone was playing with fire throughout and they had their ups and their downs. This movie plays out so differently from that that you you don't know you're in a tragedy um, until like it ends. And then you're just like, what happened? It does seem like it's leading to something in that the main character is going to like redeem himself for like what he did in Chinatown. But instead, they like pull a Yui and they're like, nope, he doesn't redeem himself. The exact same thing happens. <laughs> and the rapist gets a new rape victim and it's his granddaughter. Yay. Yeah. End like, what movie. the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, it's bad. Hey, even if the world really is like that. At least that. they let Jake go for no reason. That yeah, he's just like doing like, you like, a favor. Oh, shit, guys, we shot this woman. All right, Jake, get out of here. We don't need all that paperwork. Lieutenant says he's doing him a favor. And I'm like, you kind of are, but... So that was the other thing that didn't make any sense. The whole ending doesn't make any sense, actually. No. The last five minutes of this movie, it's it's <laughs> like, um, once again, they forced this ending. Polanski forced this to be the ending without it making any sense. He just yeah, it feels the like he they yeah. you he need, didn't to, give you a need shit. to end this within 30 seconds. And he was like, uh, this. Everybody gets together and like all at the same place and da 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 da, bang bang, people get shot, blah, blah, blah. But not only that, but they keep, he wanted this ending no matter what. He, he decided yeah. that this was going to be the ending and he didn't give a shit about the rest of the movie. He was just like, this is the ending. Like we've been through so many waves of up and down in the investigation, like, and it was a big deal to find out about um, the people were involved, like the land buy, like making all those millions of dollars. Like that was really interesting that the story went in that direction because it, it all made sense and the forgings and everything else and the doing glasses that. glasses and the glasses in the pond. Yeah. And but the then salt like, water. That was all great. We only find out about the incestual angle in the last maybe 20 minutes. Like yeah, when she finally about. admits it and, and then we're we're owed after the killing. So like it, it really, it seemed ham fisted. I mean, you never knew why or how Cross was involved. So this definitely, this angle ties him in and makes him completely evil. But I mean, it's either got to be one thing or the other, I think. Like, I don't know, like this big investigation into the water and and the, the whole extortion and the whole the thing came down to big. I, I guess like I don't know if you can ham fist in the, the incest angle and the evilness of the old man with the little bit that he's in the movie with 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 where everything starts and where it ends up in this like <sighs> I felt like that all worked for me I'm telling you man if you, they would have shot she would have shot and killed him and then they would have cops would have shot her and killed her and then arrested Jake and taken him away while he was looking at the, the daughter who was crying and screaming for her mom and that was the end of the movie, I would have been f- actually fine with that as long as the grandfather died and w- yeah. at the hands of his daughter. But now you get no, there's no moral or ethical right or wrong at the end of the movie. It's not, no, it's No, it's pro-wrong. Wrong. It's, it's pro-wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Everything is ethically evil and twisted and fucked up. And now I have to yeah. live with the fact that I know that this guy's got his granddaughter and he's <laughs> going to do the same thing. Like, fuck you, Polanski. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. This is a terrible ending. Yeah. A I can get behind ending. a tragedy, too. Like, I like Requiem. Like, that movie it doesn't works. make you feel good at the end. No. But, as it, but it is a tragedy. It's building to an inevitable failure, right? And the demise of the of the 
of the heroes of the characters that you fucking are cheering for or whatever um but it it at the end you're like that was a good ending despite the fact that i don't feel good because it works right because it works but this movie i don't feel good but i also feel like the ending is um season seven eight of game of thrones (laughs) yes exactly they 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 bungled the ending. They fucked up the ending of the movie. And once again, they fucked it up intentionally because yeah. this is the ending they wanted and they didn't give a shit about what came before it. They didn't give a shit about the tone. They didn't give a shit about like wrapping things up. They no. just like left you there sitting there with all of this chaos and then like cut yeah. the black. No, that, it's that's convenient, right? The it end is. is almost like super convenient. I was watching the time on this movie because it was dragging a lot, but I also couldn't see what end was coming. I'm like, are they going to get away? Is he like, he keeps on like getting in her face. And for the last 30, 40 minutes of the movie, he like, he asks her something. She gives him a half answer. Then he goes away, figures it out, comes back, accuses her. She says, no, it's not. He backs off and then realize. And then again, right. He does it a couple of times because she keeps lying to him. But he's so dead set on saving her, I guess, to save his own demons. But once again, that needed to be hit harder for me to really understand, like, why why he's doing it. Why is he so fucking interested in this case from Jump? It seems initially that he didn't want the bad press. But as soon as she said it was cleared, he went on this mission that and he knew nothing about what the fuck was happening except that something weird was going on with the city. So it's just really interesting at all costs to get his nose knifed and all that stuff. And basically he offered, I don't know, he, he, he accepted money, but he never asked for more than a regular fee. So I don't know. He does a lot of pro bono shit, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of extras here. The, the other crazy thing too, is when they're at the, the retirement community and, uh, he gets in a fight with that guy and then those, and he kicks the gun and then runs away. And then those other guys are coming for him and she peels up in the car and he yep. jumps in and they shoot at the car and they yep. like shatter her window, but they miss them. Yep. They just go back to her house and they just, they go back to where she lives. Yes. And they never, they assume they're safe. Yes. And then they just like get naked and have sex and lay in the bed and hang out. Like okay, they didn't what? think anyone was coming after them. They didn't think that cause they, they didn't go to a hotel. They went to her home. Yeah. So like, weren't they expecting people to be coming? Like, and he doesn't have a gun. Why doesn't he have a gun? I know. He's yeah, it's never explained. Yeah, he, he used to be a cop. I mean, it is the state, so you'd detective. assume everybody. That's have. right. I wish he had a, had more of a stance on that. But I mean, he it didn't. It didn't ruin anything. What did you guys think of them hooking up? I was fine with that. I felt I like it fine worked. with it too. the The problem is because you're like, oh, she's an abuse victim, and so having any relations feel like it's like it could be an, like and i mean he doesn't know at that point he didn't know wrong, yeah i know but with, he's like yeah. working with having for her. intimacy with people like that but i yeah. don't mind that working for her. like he's uh, already intimately tied to the case because somebody tries to betray him and get him mixed in with it right in the, from the jump right yeah i just so I, yeah i don't know it's also a very noir thing to do like this oh, is based is. on the, this is this and like it's just like the Big Lebowski, right? All of the things that happen in this movie happen to the Big Lebowski, including he sleeps with Maude. Yeah, of course, because she wants the baby or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with that being in here, and I felt like the way they set it up, and she was fixing his nose, and how close they were looking at each other. I felt like directing wise, it works. It, it like it's felt just all natural. In that scene. It didn't didn't feel crammed in. Nothing actually feels crammed in to this movie except for the ending. Everything kind oh, no. of flows and feels okay, I thought. Yeah, too long. I, too long I thought for they only show, set up, but a, yeah. I thought they only set up that love scene in the scene where it ended up happening and it, that was just I don't know. Well, I, that's fair. I mean, she they're both attractive people and you know, they She's they, just they, crazy they, they and lies all the time. They, I can't see. Him. But it's also a different time though to uh back I think in her the day. lies though are are they all make sense. Like they don't they don't betray her character as like a devious person or anything. no like, she says she's she fucked up she like sleeps a, with different dudes um yeah, she says but doesn't keep shattered. one for long but she didn't really like she didn't make the move on him sexually for like what she wanted which you know her dad's questioning of him alludes to the fact that she uses sex to get what she wants 
Um, because she's a completely fucked up person from having been raped by him too. So I'm not saying that she's a bad person. I'm just saying it, it just, it, that seemed like a romantic connection and I, I wouldn't have thought her capable of let, that. Let and, me and ask him. you this too, because she, I mean, obviously because she's 15, it's automatically rape what he did to her. And yes. also because it's his daughter that's automatically rape. But when Jake asked if she was raped, she almost indicated that she wasn't with by shaking her head no. Yeah, so I was very curious about that because that doesn't seem to play again into anything. Again, no, I, think, it does, I think it does cut right after she like shakes her head. I think it's Polanski drawn from his personal experience being like, you can have sex with 15-year-olds, no problem. They're actually kind of into it. So she wouldn't feel like she was raped. She'd oh, feel like God. she was a willing participant. I bet that's yeah, how Yeah, we're like unveiling a lot about Pulaski in this Jesus episode. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he wouldn't see anything wrong with it. It was just, you know. But, you know, and so the, then here's something else. This movie is set um, not in the 70s. This is set in the... Um, 50s? Like way early days, 30s. Um, oh, Jesus. Th- late 30s, right? So yeah, the cars. as an example, yeah. after the Second World War um, and when my grandparents started to make a family, um, she was only 16. So like this, there could be there could be a generational thing that means the age at the time of this when it was being made wasn't the weirdest. It's still fu- it's mega weird. It probably was super weird, but I don't know. Only well, drawing she was on. his daughter. I mean, that's that, and that makes it totally fucked. So maybe he that's was like, oh, that it's the daughter is the fuck thing, not that she was fifteen. But but where we're sitting today, those things are both insane. Well, both fucked. things are messed up. And even if she did consent at 15, he would have manipulated her. He was oh, yeah. an adult and Grooming. he was her father. Grooming. So he would have like fucking like, that's rape, 100% rape. Even if she said shook her head, that's all still rape. Oh, yeah. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah. Disgusting. And then like the fact he's going to get to do it again now with his granddaughter <laughs> is like... It's and nobody's and no one's gonna like, stop him. Like what the fuck? He's is even wrong saying with like I don't have much time left, and like it's not saying he wants to spend time with her. We know what he wants to do. It's gross. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And he Can wins. He's the hero of the story. Everybody, he gets what he that's, wants. So that's to me what puts this movie on like the same lines as some of these other depraved movies that that got like a claim. Like if you look at Happiness, right? I think happiness makes more sense than this because it doesn't just have that wrapped up ending. But, um, or old boy, right? Where it has that crazy incest twist. Or even even stuff like, like those more like shocking films that we don't need to talk about that are like just horrible things put in there for, for no reason. This movie really feels like it doesn't, it doesn't put enough attention on that. That's such a... Yes. Such a fucking... Um, twist right Dark. And yeah. that's such thing. an important fucking um uh you know thing to address and then they just don't and then the guy gets away so like this movie is just a fucking shocker right it, it's it, like it, it's like what happened to her was a bad experience from the past but we don't see the old man currently as the rapist it's like all separated and and it it just doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense like that that's the that's the real part of the story that needed to be like given more attention and how fucked up that is and why that man deserved to die for it. Yeah. But and instead Polanski it's also sounds like he was an asshole on the set. He, he, him and Jack Nicholson fought. Um, apparently Jack Nicholson had a little portable TV. He would watch Lakers games on and he was like delaying shooting. So Polanski got in an argument with him and broke his television and uh, he also got mad at Faye Dunaway and they would argue constantly. And apparently one time when she asked him for motivation in the scene, he said, your paycheck, that's your fucking motivation. <laughs> You're getting paid. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that was what he screamed at her. I read, I read that he tore her hair out one time. He did. A pe- yeah, he did that as well. Yeah. <clears throat> did you guys so know there was a real a, dick? Did you guys know there was a sequel? To this? Yeah, two Jakes. Never saw it. Never saw it. 1990, no though, directed about. by Jack, also yeah. featuring uh, Harvey Keitel and Meg Tilly. Uh, what's it, it was about? Directed Int- by Jack? Yeah. yeah. Jack Nicholson directed it. Yeah. Budgeted at 25 million, made 10. Ah. Yeah. Not good. No wonder we haven't seen it. Oh, I'm looking at the poster. Yep. I can see why. <laughs> The two Jakes. It was Sorry. 1990 also, so Swing. he was like 
much older. Just capitalizing off of his fucking success. At oh, this yeah. Point. Oh, yeah. That would have been just after Batman, I think, because that was 89, wasn't it? Where he played uh, that yeah, Joker. Yeah, it was. This so, movie, I'm just going to say as a big guess, I bet you it has uh, nudity. <laughs> <laughs> but not as much incest because Polanski didn't direct it. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we hope. Can you imagine the two Jakes? He finds out he's a brother-sister or brother-father or something. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? And he's like, don't you know Uncle Jake? I'm Jake, yeah. your son brother. And then they'll be all shocked, <laughs> and then brother. someone will shoot a baby in the face, and that'll be the end. And no, but then someone... <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. Fade to black, yeah. happier Uh, ending there was you know what another thing i noticed just from having watched a really really shitty movie before chinatown in the french connection um none of the french connection some of the french connections look and feel stood out to me but none of the directing particularly did in this one at least there are some interesting shots one shot in particular stood out really well for me um, is when uh, Faye Dunaway goes to her s- sister daughter's house for the first time and it shows her pulling up into the driveway and she gets out and she starts walking in and the camera's at a low angle on the street and then Jack's car pulls up and the nose of the car comes in and just as it does, the camera just starts to pan up or not pan up, it starts to lift and then Jack walks up out of the car and gets up and I'm like, ah, that was a really nice scene. That scene made me feel good. Everything was smooth with how it was coordinated. But uh, that's that's definitely coupled with tons of fat to chew in this movie. Lots of extra things that, that don't add and didn't have the directing behind it to make it interesting to watch. So some, yeah. some ups and downs in this. But, but I can see some of like, definitely this had better directing than The French Connection, if I'm comparing the two. Oh my God, yeah. Like... Uh- I would say that I I would I would have said that this held up until I saw the last five minutes. I would have said that this would have held up. Like up yeah, until the end of the movie, I was going to say it held up. It's mostly okay for sure. It's slow and brooding, and I, I'm okay. I can like that's the things I can let slide because it's the '70s, and they it worked too. But that worked for the movie, like in ways that for were, a lot of it, it did. Yeah, like it was okay, like to watch it unfold slowly, like. But once again, the ending takes away from everything that came before it. Yeah. It does. It does spoil it. And this is not like I, I mentioned uh, Unbreakable before because Unbreakable ends and you're like, wow. And then it's like, and this person went to jail. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? And we so that decided. W- yeah, we decided we were never going to. That should have happened in this that. movie. And it was like, also, the grandpa got AIDS. Yeah. And be like, oh, well, that makes me feel kind of better. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, so would you know, guys say? Do you know what's terrible in this movie starts with that woman coming to him about the adultery? Yep. Yeah. And he goddamn tells her to just ignore it. Just go home and yeah. fucking ignore it. Some things are better not invest. Like, is that your real? Is that advice? his save the cat? Is that supposed to be a save the cat? I think. I think <laughs> yeah. what they're trying and to do there. Whose cat is he saving there? Yes, the husband's own. I think what they're trying to do there. <laughs> Is, um, He's I the think, one cheating with the husband. Yeah, I think what he does there is what he always gives people a chance oh, to, not to not know, to not not to they. He gives them a chance to not know because he knows what he's going to find. He knows it's going to ruin their lives and their marriage. So he's like, why don't you just go in and pretend it's not happening? And if they say no, I want to know. Then he's like, okay, I'll do it. I think yeah. that's what that's supposed to be. Okay, is he's giving them an out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's an interesting way to look at it. I'll accept it. Yeah, because I because I know that when I was uh, working on an idea with a private eye, that I think that came up somewhere that they will do that. I They'll was be thinking like, about that idea with this movie. I was like, it's a lot of good, a lot of good shit in here. Yeah, yeah, there is, but but does it hold up? Oh, well, well, we think we know what you think, Colin, because you kind of just yeah. said it. Well, but I, I said I was going to say it held up till I saw the ending. I didn't say it necessarily did. It doesn't oh. hold up because of the ending for me, actually. No, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I was tease like, it out this to is make people movie. listen just another minute. <laughs> I was like, this is a good movie. This is a good movie. This is a good movie. This is actually not bad. This is pretty good. No, it doesn't hold up. That's how it went for me the whole time oh, I was watching it. What a roller coaster. Sure. Actually, it sounds dicks. more like a cliff jump. It's good. It's good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you fall right off the cliff at the end. Like, do you guys feel the same way? 
I do feel that this movie falls off at the end. Like, because this movie does feel... Um, it the whole way through as you're watching it, like you're saying, it's it's slow. It's got some of these these components to it that, you know, modern movies seem to have um, grown through. But um, you can see why it has its place in cinema history while you're watching it. Yeah. But that ending, that ending is a fucking shocker, man. And not not just because it's sad, but because it's shockingly bad. It is bad. Like they're, they're, it just could be done so much better. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Especially with the material here, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I so have. Does it hold up though? Um, that I don't know how to decide. If the ending wasn't so bad that you could have salvaged the rest of the movie, are like, but everything that happens to wrap this movie up is bad. They're, they're gonna arrest him, then they let him go. Um, the, the fact that nobody does anything that no one listens to Jake when he says that that guy's a murderer and he has evidence and proof. They're like, nah, nah. He has been lying quite a bit and sending the cops on a couple of wild goose chases. So, but that, but yeah, I mean that, but that's as much his fault for stringing them along. Um, even if they have, they took the glasses away from him. Like he could still tell them he found the glasses and in the pond, like just because Cause, cause, just because he had the glasses in his possession, and it said I found them in the pond, they'd be like, "Prove it." Yeah, right. You found yeah. it. Like, you he know seems I mean? to have no credibility all of a sudden. Yeah, I, yeah. Despite Maybe it is because of like his lies. Stand up guy. It seems like. And his pr- ex partner seemed to trust him, right? Like his ex partner really thinks he's involved in like that that much shady shit. I, I, oh, it's a tough one. Did you end up saying, Brent? Did you decide? I didn't say, but I, I think. Oh man, I so the the ending to me makes this movie feel unfinished. And this movie is like a large percentage good. Agreed. But because it it is unfinished, um the ending is rushed and and like you know what I mean? It's rushed because it's it's poorly finished. So uh, fuck, I gotta say that doesn't hold up, I guess. I feel like I'm like an angel just lost its wings or something for saying that <laughs> wouldn't hold up, but it should it could have like one one minor change, like so small. she pulled the trigger on her father. If she just even, hit him in the even... chest, she just hit him in the chest and and then Jack would have went to jail. They never take the cuffs off him. they're like, take him away. And then they pull the one out of the car and they get the little girl and that's the end. Like one diff, one teeny change would have fixed it. Yeah. Just don't let one. that piece, don't let the worst person in the movie get away. And and let everyone standing around watching him get away and nobody's saying anything, including Jake, which makes no sense. Yeah. And see, his, his he's obviously damaged at the end, the way he's staring. It's like this has happened to him again. How could it have happened again? Only... <clears throat> I don't really know about the first time this happened or how it affected him other than a story. Yeah. So it does, it just makes that land totally flat for me. Um, and the other bits of the, and the, the, the way the whole twist of the movie was, was kind of was put in just, I don't know. It, it could have been handled in a different way that, that brought more shock and awe and you could have still had a tragic, but bittersweet. It would have been bittersweet because she would have shot. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, make your joke. I was just going to say, perhaps, like, the protagonist of the film couldn't, like, uncover the big secret by fucking slapping the shit out of a woman. Yeah. Maybe that would have been <laughs> something. Um, Sorry, though, for cutting you off. No, no, I think I, I think it, it, it all, it all little bits of it that come together that just, for me, it, it doesn't hold up quite anymore. Um, this movie's much easier to see than The French Connection on why it had an impact. And I, I do think lots of this was... Lots of this was good, fine, fine, good. It's worth you know, seeing. it's like yeah, it wasn't bad. Like most of this wasn't bad. Like this, this nails the 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 private investigator, the damsel, and like those kind of things are fun to watch. And this movie gives us an interesting enough story to put behind it all to keep moving things forward. But then it's just like, and now shock and awe. That doesn't really have to do with the conspiracy, but sort of does. But. 
Fuck. It just didn't. It, why doesn't ask, it? Why doesn't it click? It should click, right? Because this whole bigger cons- question too, John. That I'll help you make your decision. Why didn't Jake tell the cops about the incest and about that guy murdering his partner when they were over at her house and he was trying to get her out of the town? He didn't tell them any of that. No, he kept on yeah, hiding. Great point. Yeah. Why did he hide all of that from the police? Why didn't he tell them that guy killed his partner and he also raped her when she's fifteen and that's her daughter? But it's also like his child too like because he raped his daughter like why didn't he tell anybody no i don't know it was something to do with that he wanted to be the one to solve it but i don't know enough about his former chinatown experience to, to have that drive me forward like i don't know if it flashback that's also would a huge fault then that's that's just his ego letting um so he so he's responsible then yeah and right which would which would land so well that he's repeating his past and it got someone killed basically that should hit so hard and be the biggest part of this tragic ending. But it's is not. Jack right. in his it face and like it's an not. Afterthought. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's totally not at right. all. It's so they didn't set it up and then that they did it doesn't land. And, and then I end up focusing on creepy grandpa, which yeah. I don't think was the intent, but yeah. it's there and fucking that's what I'm left with. And it's it sucks. It's, it's like it's too bad because, you know, if this movie had a better ending, I probably would have been like, yeah, it's fine still. So I'll give it a hold up. Because it doesn't deviate too far from what it was trying to do when it started. But but now I have trouble. Like, I, I wonder if what people loved about this movie was the fucked up ending until you think about it. And then it's just like just shock. It's just a shocking. Yeah. End. They think that if you have a fucked up ending that that is cool. Yeah. But really, it ruins the story because it does. First of all, it doesn't make a lot of sense when you when you think about it. And secondly, you made us go through two hours and five minutes of of good story and then just to blow it in the end. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You're a fucking piece of shit for, like, not coming up with a better ending. Don't just try and shock me. Have a good ending. Have an yeah, ending that shock, makes sense. Shock me, but pay it off. Like, were previous movies prior to this where the ending so shit that this was like the new direction trying to get better endings out? Because I don't believe that we've explored the best ways to end anything. So it's just crazy to me that at this time period, in maybe the in, still the infancy of movie making, right? We're only in year 30 of, of movie making. Um, it, it's just, it's amazing to me that they were like, no, let's just go, let's go completely fucked. How fucked can we make it? I even got a good example for you. So yeah. I wasn't, I was going to say the whole way through, uh, most of the way through Black Swan that it didn't hold up. But for me, the ending of Black Swan saved it. Yes. Because it not only made sense, but it was a good ending. Yeah. This is the exact opposite. Most of the movie, up to 205, I would to- if I would have turned it off, I would have told you, whatever happens at the end, this holds up. They made such a bad ending. That they destroyed two hours and five minutes of me enjoying it. That's hard to do. Yeah, it's really hard to do. You have to go out of your fucking way to do that. Yeah. yeah. You didn't like that they gave a little nod to her getting her head blown off against the horn earlier in the movie? I did not. Where she puts her I didn't. head against the horn? <laughs> I, I did, and then at the end, it's like, it's like, oh my God. And then he goes, forget it, Jag. It's Chinatown. And they're like, oh, they said the name of the movie. Yeah. They're like two things, real <laughs> close succession. I they swear. They say Chinatown a lot in this movie, by the way. <laughs> I bet you they say Chinatown like 30 times. Yeah. Even if even if Faye and her daughter sister had been like kidnapped or murdered and Jack showed up at the house and they were just dead because the bad guys were cleaning up their trail and her dad and then he goes and confronts the dad and and kills him or gets him arrested would have been better than what we got here. I love all of that. Everything you said was better. You know, everything anybody suggested for the ending has all been better every time. So the movie would bookend flipping through pictures, but it would be Jack fucking the old man's corpse. And he's flipping through the pictures, and then the movie ends because we get the opening with those fucking in the woods scenes, right? That's it. Fix oh, more yeah, of the movie, nice. booyah! Fix it again. Also, yeah. I just gotta say it. That opening scene with that dude who was in Sopranos and whatever, when he finds out his wife was was cheating on him, his acting is the worst in that scene. It really started this movie off in the wrong way. He's like, oh, it did. Oh. and then he's like on the the blinds, and, the, and Jack's like, "Don't look at my blinds." And the guy's like, oh, oh. I hated all the opening. Jack today, by the way. Nice. I'm telling you, man. You yeah, should just Jack do Jack all point. the time. Do I shouldn't have made Jack. this movie. 
Yeah. So they should have. No, I think I think Nichols. I think Nicholson should have definitely made this movie because he's fine. He's he actually is. He's yeah. great in this. That most of the acting is good in this. Faye Dunaway is good in this. Yeah. The old man's creepy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, the old, yeah, he's a good villain. He's absolutely a good villain. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking creepy looking. Lieutenant Great Guy villain. was a little weak. See, like, that's what I'm saying is in this movie, compared to last week's movie, this villain, I hate him. And I I want him to lose. I didn't and give he a shit about the French Connection villains at all. But even though the care. villain in the other French Connection, he won. And I didn't even feel good about that. I kind of no. wanted him to win too, but he did. And I was like, but it's such a lackluster way to win. He just disappears, basically. Woo! Vanity. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. Au revoir, We're gonna, friends. So does it hold up, John? John still hey, No, it doesn't. Thin. It does not. <laughs> okay. No, Chinatown. John? No, hold up. Doesn't hold up, you say? No, hey, but it, I'm not as mad after this one as I am. No, nope, I'm not either because there's a lot of good in this. Yep. There's a lot of good things. I, sure this, uh, this there's movie, things to like steal. Colin said last week. He was like, "There's a lot of old movies you can learn from and watch, but this isn't one of them." Yeah. Speaking of the French Connection, but this is one of them. Yes. Yeah. This is yes. like a 2001, like one of those movies that. Even if you don't think it's going to hold up, you do get a lot out of it by watching. And it. you can see totally. the the uh, unfortunately for such a piece of shit rapist, but like some of the not, maybe genius is too strong a word, but but competence in, in directing and things like that, like it's noticeable in this. Like it's mm-hmm. things are smooth. You're not jarred. The music, while not didn't really stand out in this, and that the, and I don't think that's in a way that you know we say some movies when you don't notice the music, that means that it's good. I wouldn't say that about that. I just say I didn't notice the music in this movie. I didn't either. Um, and I'm not sure that means... W- I don't even know if there is music in it. Yeah, TV. there wasn't much. Oh, no, there was some because I was laughing about the over the head, like, dum, 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 yeah. dum, 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 Yeah. It okay. was slamming you on the head. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but my the version I watched, the sound was not great no and mine either assumed the was dialogue was, it was an old movie yeah i rented it so, so that okay. music mine when it actually... played was so <laughs> more harshly cued than the goddamn of vocals yeah it was really jarring. i don't know what you guys watched then because i rented it and and actually the the picture quality was quite the cinematography was quite good and i yep. didn't there was a little bit of the sound that was bad but i but not really. It's just, just the tiny vocals. little spot. Dialogue was really low in my in my. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. mine too. But I, I thought it looked. Bit of that. I thought it looked absolutely fine. It looks great. Yeah. I, I watched a cam version. I think. Yeah. The there you go. Yeah. <laughs> from back in the day, <laughs> when they when they were in the movie theater with a film camera, <laughs> shooting the movie with a film camera, and they had a boom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was <it>. nice. <laughs> yeah, and then you like had to watch that in another operation. movie theater. It's a $2 movie theater instead of the four. Because <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't have watched it the other way. Projected like on the back alley wall, maybe. <laughs> That's what it was like back in the 70s. Excellent. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what's up. Uh, okay, well, let's get out of Chinatown. And uh, because we had kind of missed an episode a bit back and had Kill Bill launch a little late, we've shifted things in our schedule a little bit. So March is not now completely dedicated to animal sidekicks unless um, <laughs> you can somehow convince yourself that something in this movie, animal sidekick. I don't know. Probably not. So all we've done is we've put off the never-ending story. Um, well, not by a little, by quite a bit, but... That one is the least of the animal buddy ones that we got. So we'll, coming up next week, you will get Canine with Mr. Belushi and a German Shepherd. Then you'll get Turner and Hooch with Mr. Hanks and a Bloodhound, is it? I don't, mean, I don't it's, know what he is. It's not a know. Bloodhound. It's, a, it's like a Mastiff or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a Mastiff. And then to finish out March, you'll get Seabiscuit with Toby Maguire and a horse. Booyah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Just like the Mr. Hands video for those of you that have been on the internet for too long. <laughs> right on. So we'll come in with those in the next couple of weeks. Thank you for sticking um, through the couple of older ones that we did. We visited, you know, Fearless went back into the early 90s and then 70s now for a couple. So we're coming back to 90s movies with a bit more light flair to them. Um, yeah. And maybe everyone won't die at the end. 
Although I'm pretty sure that either canine or Turner and Hooch does have some tragedy with the dog. One, they die and one, they live and have babies. So I think actually in the one where they live, they have babies too, because you're going to have the puppies. You know what I'm saying? Well, don't ruin it for us. <laughs> Jesus. Spoiler alert. John, spoiler alert. Puppies now? I, now that's I what I remember. That's what I remember. Movies. You're going to yeah. edit this out. <laughs> nah, we're keeping it now. We're keeping it. Uh, but in all seriousness, it was great that you could come out and spend some time with us in Chinatown. We'll check you next week in Canine's episode. Thanks, everybody, for coming. We'll see you then. And as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.